You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Good morning, Mr. Bill. How you doing? Coffee, coffee, coffee. Oh, I no. like coffee. It's Mr. Bill. <laughs> so are you are you like a coffee in a mug or coffee in a travel cup kind of guy? So I'm I'm a mug guy all the way. And in fact, I have three mugs that I drink out of at the house. And it's only I have like twelve mugs at the house, but there's only three that I use. Okay. And I'm I'm sure that you have like a favorite mug, right? Oh, we have yeah, tons of mugs. Yeah. And so my my uh, mother in law, um, my pseudo mother in law, I'll I'll call Barbara that. She actually um, bought me a mug uh, for Christmas, and I'm like, I told Tara, I was like, man, I, I really appreciate that, but I have my mugs. I don't need another mug. I don't need a different mug. And th- wouldn't you know, that's the mug I drink out of almost every single all the day. time. And and so I texted her actually like a month ago. I was like, I have to tell you and commend you. You have done the impossible, and you have shifted my mug use. And one I no longer use. I had one. My favorite mug for a long time was when we got it. When me and Gabe went to London and we went to Abbey Road. Yeah. And uh, and I almost wore it out. And then you you take it out of like the dishwasher and you're like, oh, oh no, oh no, it's gonna wear out. So I like so now it like sits on the shelf. I like put it up. And, and like we have all these mugs. It's like the shrine. You know, like so when, when when people were young, I think they used to collect spoons when they would travel. Right. Right. We do the mug thing. Yeah. And uh, and so then after a while they get retired to the shelf. <laughs> And then there's some mug, it's like, you know, like, where did this one come from? And yes. it's like, it has no value. Yes. And I'm like, like, I actually, one of my friends um, is from England. And when I was, but I, we were at a garage sale here. And it was the inauguration of the marriage of Princess Di and and the one. And we got two of them. <laughs> the, the, the prince or whatever? Charles. 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 And I'm Charles like, thank you very much, I was Kyle. Like, Kyle, our producer, is chiming in with the information. Thank you very much, Kyle. I was like, sadly, this mug aged better than their marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and so I use it all the time. It's like my favorite mug at home, though. It like literally is like the nicest. It's like an eight ounce mug, yeah. and the coffee. St- anyway, so it stays don't warm. drop it and let it crash into the floor. Exactly, that would be really, and it'd be like slow motion. Yeah. You know, right. so anyways, anyway, so I, I, I know you guys are young, but there's a thing called hand washing. Listen, <laughs> I don't know what kind of dynamic <laughs> witchcraft you're talking about, but listen, we are so glad. Travis, it's good to see your beautiful hey man, face again. It's good again. to see you too. Hey, uh, if you're uh, listening in, a uh, handful of details for you. First and foremost, man, if you find this uh, a blessing to you, your family, your friends, whatever, share, 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 share. It always makes a big difference for us. Yeah. If you have time, if you want to uh, subscribe, if you want to hit the like button, that'd be fantastic. If you want to give us a rating on whatever uh, podcast uh platform you listen to that yeah. always helps us out and uh here's a big ask um right now we're on youtube and uh man if we can get some more subscribers there well, then we can live stream to youtube that'd and nice. facebook and so yeah. if you could do that that'd be fantastic we're yeah. looking at maybe moving platforms away from youtube but um that's a conversation for another day at another time for you guys who are over 50 it's uh the youtubes just so you <laughs> in case you didn't know so anyways so i want to say good morning to kyle our producer Good morning. How you doing, Kyle? Wonderful. Rumor has it you uh, you uh, your Jeep uh, went um, upside down, flip flopped. It turtled. It did. Hmm. But it's story for another day. <laughs> it, it, it was an experience. I bet it was. I bet Sounds it was. pretty awesome, and it's still driving. <laughs> I drove it home. And Good. That's it, amazing. You'll never call me a mall queen with it. A mall queen. What's a mall queen? Is that that's like one of the ladies who drive a Jeep and that's never? The people that buy their Jeeps and trick them out and go to the mall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The no, only time it's been you. off road is when they accidentally went off the driveway. Right, which may happen. <laughs> is that is that, is that when the caramel frappuccino hits the ceiling? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that kind of stuff. That, that did happen. Okay, Anyways, <laughs> there it is. So, welcome, you guys. We're glad that you're here. Uh, we have uh, a phenomenal, some special guests, and uh, this is yes, a rarity. We do. 
This is normally a, a guy's podcast, and today we have a beautiful woman joining us, yes. a young lady, and uh, I'm excited to hear their story. So, Bill, and, take yeah, it away. So, so I am so excited to have these two on the podcast today. This is Bobby and Janice Henry, who have been married over 50 years, and guys, uh, listen to them. That's what I say. Like, if you've been <laughs> married that long, listen to them, because Bobby got himself a gem with Janice, yes. and Janice actually got the same. And so uh, we, we wanted to invite them on. Bobby, Janice, how you guys doing? Welcome to the podcast. We're great. Thanks for having us. Oh, we're so blessed to have you. Uh, you guys are so funny. It should be against the law to have as much fun as y'all are. <laughs> Look at that. That's why we. That's, that's awesome. That has made my day right there. So, listen, Bobby, Janice. I mean, I know you. I've known you for years. You know, really quick story. When we first moved to Midland, Texas, right? These two were literally the first ones to reach out. And uh. Janice's first. I still remember her. She was like, "You guys just moved here. You need to get into a group. Come to our house tonight." And we're like. Okay. Like, we didn't know anybody, and they are the reason why we found community in Midlands. Hospitality and connecting. Hospitality and connecting. Janice and Bobby are connectors. They love people, and they love people. How do I say this? Their heart for Jesus helps them love people of all types, and I've never seen any kind of... um, uh, like walls up with them. They just love people well. And so, so, but before, you know, before all that, before they were super, you know, like amazing world changers and, you know, Janice will never say this, but she helped develop, there's a, 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 a Bible study called CBS community Bible study. Right. Janice helped develop the ask and the kids side of CBS. So if, oh. if you're out there listening and you're familiar with CBS, Janice is that one who will never talk about herself, but she created all this and she's incredible. And that's just one of the many things. She's also been a producer. She's been a, um, she's, she's created a, a, a series, a, you know, a kid series. She's just all around amazing. And, uh, and so, so anyways, I want to, we want to hear from you, Janice, kind of share, share your guys story a little bit of where you guys started years ago. And, uh, you know, and all those kind of fun things. I know there's a thousand stories, even from the beach boys on that we could talk about, but I know <laughs> I just caught your intention. And so, uh, but Janice, Janice and Bobby, share a little bit about your story and just who you guys are. Uh, we, we met as children in Dallas, Texas, but we didn't remember that until later we met again in college. But um, we, our parents went to the same church and um, his mom was my first Sunday school teacher and my mom was one of his. And um, then in college, uh, we had a blind date and at the University of Texas and um and I just remember when I came home and my roommate said, um, what was he like, you know? And I said, he was just so nice. And I always tell girls, nice lasts forever. I mean, he was good looking mm. and, and all that. He's still good looking. <laughs> He's so nice. So um, anyway, I just dated a bunch of people who weren't nice for years. And uh, anyway, so. So Bobby, what was your take on that first blind date? Well, I can remember uh, the first kiss on the uh, front steps of her sorority house. And she was one of the first girls I ever knew that had tinted contacts. She had these bright blue contacts. And her yeah. eyes captivated me. And also... But uh, we didn't kiss on the first date. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. She had to define that really quick. I was like, you go, Bobby. Well done. Because I love that Bobby said, we said, what's the first date? And he goes, and the first kiss. Like, he literally ran... Great minds think alike. <laughs> Girls are looking for nice. The boys are looking for kisses, I guess. <laughs> that is a very, 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 that, that is profound wisdom right there. Oh, gosh. Well, God, God is just always, looking back in our life, he's always had his hand on us. And my whole 
goal in life is to hold on the hold on to the coattails of Janice. She is just so um, a visionary and a mover and groover and so much energy that um, and I've been real successful with that so far, which is oh everything to Jesus and everything to Janice. But. Mm. It's gone by really, really, really fast. Fifty-two years has flown by. Wow! Wow! Fifty-two years. One, one of one of the my um, greatest treasures in glory in life is to do ministry with my spouse, and we've been doing ministry for fifty years, over fifty years, in all different churches, all different types of ministries, young life, and community Bible studies, and church groups, and we've done everything from elementary kids to junior high kids to high school. And like tonight, we have young adults that we love. And um, so life is just so fun. There's so much freedom in Christ, and there's so much joy involved when you're serving the Lord Jesus, as you all know. And um, it's just been such a blessing. But um, one of the cool things we do every time we go to a restaurant, y'all might do this, but I want to challenge you to do this if you've never done this. When you go to a restaurant, you know, usually the waiter or the waitress introduce themselves, say, yeah, I'm Jenny, I'm going to be your waitress tonight. And and so after we order, we say, Jenny, we're going to pray for our meal here in a minute. We'd like mm. to pray for you. How can we pray for you today? Yep. And you will not believe the responses you get from asking that simple question. Mm. Um, some people immediately start crying. Some people say, how did you know that my grandmother died this morning? Or how did you know that my mother's having wow. breast surgery tomorrow? It's just amazing uh, how many divine appointments God gives you. Yeah. And if you're just looking for that, God will use you in so many mighty ways. And, of course, you receive the blessing when you get to pray for people. But those, it really, really, really blesses those uh, people. And the next time you go to the restaurant, those kind of people look for us because they yep. know that we care. They know we care about them. And yeah. they know we know their family and their kids' situation. And they come to us and want an update prayer. So it's just such a blessing. It's just a simple thing, but it blesses so many people. That well, is people, people in ministry, no one ever asked them, what you, What can I pray for you? You know, the pastor or whatever, your kid's Sunday school teacher. And so it's so nice. You know, I mean, I don't know. All of us are fragile. You know, like yep. my dad always say, we're all one jump away from a fit. So, um, you know. One jump need- away from a fit. That's awesome. <laughs> Remember that one. <laughs> So speaking of, um, man, I would I would love to pick your guys' brains on, let's say that you guys have a dinner and um, you're talking to the waiter or waitress and they've been married just like three or four years and, and those are sometimes really hard years. I mean, they're great mm, years too, but yeah. those are hard years and they kind of talk about it and they're like, man, what advice would you have for them if you were able to actually get the server to, to be there for five to 10 minutes. What advice would you give to a young couple that's married? That's kind yeah. of trailblazing those first few years. What would you share with them? Well, two or three things. One is, um, get in God's word, pray, be in fellowship with, uh, like-minded people. If they don't know Jesus, you want to share Jesus with them right there yeah. or at a future time. And, um, so many, so many things to do that could encourage them to um, just to know Jesus. And um, I think a lot of the answers are like in. I would I would say that like in Luke, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell them the address of where I got it in the Bible, but you know, just to to forgive and not you know get over your anger and um, you know love people, love 
love them. Like, in, I don't know. I just think that the Bibles are on. The Bible has all the answers. Mm. So you can shoot them some things, but you don't have to really tell them where you got it. You just, you know, you just tell them things about love each other well and and be thankful and yeah. forget. I mean, a lot of things are people holding grudges and are bitter about things. So everybody, everybody has a wound. Everybody has issues, and if you could get them to be in fellowship. A mint, somebody to mentor them, an older person to mentor maybe. We read a men's Bible study recently, and our brand-new state senator was asked that similar question by a young businessman. And he said, well, you need to find somebody like Bobby Henry to be involved with. Wow. I don't know where the heck that came from. I'm not saying that to brag, but uh, what happens is when you have history with people and history in a community, yeah. And everywhere you go, you have history and they know you and they know you're real. People are attracted to you for some reason. And it's not me or it's not Janice. It's Jesus in us. Amen to that. Well, that's that's the whole thing. That's why I, I wanted to get you guys on here because I just, we, we know that people are, are living, you know, even before 2020, people were living on a thread of hope. And I think right now there's so many people that are ready to give up in their marriages, that are ready to give up on life. And, and people like yourself, Bobby, I mean, I, I know the senator that you're talking about, and that's awesome <laughs> that he won. It makes me happy as ever. Um, and, but I think the biggest thing for me now is, is we have so many people who are just living on a thread of life. And I believe right. they want to they trust God. But I think that's why I want to get you guys in front of them is to say, what would you say to those people right now? Um, you know, because, again, I know you guys in 52 years, let's be honest, we've all been married long enough to know that marriage is hard. And so maybe there's two questions in here. The marriage thing. I mean, you've been doing it long. You know, the, you know it's been a long time, 25, 30 years, and we're talking to people right. who, who want to give it up. What would you say to them? That's the first thing. And then what would you say to the person who's at the very end of the rope that would just say, none of this matters, and, and I don't know where to even go on. I've done the Jesus thing for years, and I've done, you know, I've been to, to Bible studies, and I've learned, like, because I meet a lot of people who who do the process of getting in the word, but then they, you know, but then they're like, well, if I learn this, then therefore it's going to, I'm going to spin off into this spiritual nirvana and I'm going to be perfect. And it doesn't fix them. There's something missing. And, and I, you guys have it. What would you say to those two elements? So the person who's been married 30 years that wants to give up. And also to the person who just has been doing the Jesus thing, let's just call it that for the sake of the argument, but it's not, it's not shown itself. What, what would you share? Because you guys, I knew you guys have walked through that. So sh- share some of your heart. I hope that that makes sense. Um, Janice always gets the waiter or the waitress's phone number and calls and checks on them. Calling people, whether it's at a restaurant or not, but calling people, inviting people to come to mm. church. With hey, come to church with us. We sit here at this place at 930 in the front row on the left side. Afterwards, we'll go have lunch together. And so wow. you, you, you make yourself available to them. Not only the church deal, but you just, they want, you want them to know that they're loved and they're cared for. And so yeah. when you call them, you invite them and then you follow up and, and uh, just get to make a regular habit of loving on them. People yeah. love, loved on them. I'm telling you, and, and, and the word that keeps coming to mind as you're sharing that is invest, invest, invest. Like invest in the relationships, invest in the people, care enough to remember the details. Um, so often you'll have those. Um, quick conversations and it's kind of in one ear and out the other and and I hear you guys like no 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 those are the most important initial 
connections yeah. remember those details because they pay off dividends as you invest in those relationships long term. Yeah. Yeah. Like do you know what I just heard? It was do life with me. Yeah. Like, you know, right. like uh, be willing to be available. And I think you're right. That is the pinch point where most people are like, but I'm so busy. And they'll throw the excuse. I'm so busy. But we forget that these are eternal beings who are going to go somewhere forever. And what they do now matters and impacts the rest of the world. That's awesome. And then I would say for the for the married couple, you know, again, like we talked about the hardships or the, the hard things that are going on. What would you say to them? Like, What, what would you uh, encourage them? I would say in- encouragement is the most important thing. Like encourage you. En- you encourage your husband. Tell him he's tell him he's handsome. <laughs> you know, mm. like just. He wants to be. He wants to be handsome. I mean, most of the time I tell Bobby he's cute, but, but <laughs> Bobby is cute. Let's just be honest. He's cute. He's so cute. Like sometimes he'll come out with his shirt on. Like I got. Oh my goodness, you look so cute. And that's what you need to tell to your husband or wife. Like every day. Yeah. Tell him they're darling. Tell him you you love the way they cook, Bobby. I mean, I'm not a good cook, but Bobby tells me I'm the best cook every single time. And 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 you know like. I know I'm not a good cook, but he thinks, you know, he tells me I'm a good cook. So just, mm. I mean, it says, what are we supposed to be doing while we're waiting for Jesus to come back? Mm. Okay. We're supposed to be encouraging. There are three things, but I can't remember the other two, but one of them is encouragement. And so if I feel we can like get you that can one. never over-encourage your husband. You can never over-encourage your children. Mm. You can never, or I mean, strangers. I try to encourage strangers. Like if I'm in line with someone the grocery store I go oh like I love your tennis shoes like where'd you get them and like oh and I just and it's so sweet the way your daughter looks at you or something like that and and you can do that with a total stranger but just you cannot over encourage people everyone is dying for encouragement so like you said they're hanging from a threat by a thread well encouragement makes that you know it makes them stronger and it's it's so true. And I, and I think one of the challenges is that comes easy when you're starting to date someone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, you know, allows those relationships to really foster. Um, and but you get married, you get a few years on you, you get a little routine going, you get the calendar that starts to dictate. It becomes more of a business uh, commitment than a, a loving marriage relationship. And you forget that simple thing of like every day cheer them on because the yeah. world is yeah. trying to tear them down. Yeah. And they need someone in their corner um, that is constantly pointing out, like, "No, you're beautiful. No, yeah. you're you're good at this. No, you make a difference." And it brings life into people. And I think that's what our culture needs more than anything from the church: is this these moments and these breaths of grace and mercy and life to just put wind in their sails to yeah. face another day. And uh, I think it's great. In fact, I, I, I a little bit of, um, you know, my heart kind of condemns me because I I probably am not encouraging my wife enough. I mean, I appreciate everything she is, but I could do a definitely do a better job of like every day finding something unique, something meaningful and just continue to encourage her and celebrate her for all that she is. You know, Janice, I remember a long time ago we were, it was a probably a CBS or it was something that we were doing and, and Bobby walked in and she goes, that's my boyfriend. And I was like, I remember that. And, and cause what I, what I, what I'm hearing is, is just, is that like, just like you said, Travis, like somewhere along the lines, we forget that, that we chose to marry this person and we right. were enamored with them. 
Um, you know, we have the privilege of not having, you know, marriages that are arranged so we can choose our spouses. Right. But, but I think the thing I've always noticed about you two, Bobby and Janice, is you're right. You've never, you've never not dated each other. And maybe that's the thing today is, guys, if you're listening or ladies, if you're listening, you need to get on the calendar right now and pick some times to date, to date your spouse because everything else is important on the calendar. Put this on the calendar. And make it a priority. Well, and I, and I would say even another step on that is is um, not just finding those unique opportunities to date them, but find out moments of dating in the mundane. Yeah. You know, in the mundane world, like how can, how can a breakfast or a cup of coffee become a mini date? Yeah. How can, um, you know, cleaning or helping with laundry become a mini date? Those are things that you can invest in, again, on a regular basis, which allows yeah. those big dates, those weekends away, those trips to the wherever – become so much more life because you're not catching up at those points. Yeah. You've already done the hard work. And so now you get to reap the benefits of that, like ongoing mini dates that you engage in day in, day out. Yeah. What is that? That help, help, help us out guys. You guys are the wise ones. 52 <laughs> years. What else can well, you I, add to that? I think a lot of times we put the, we need to change the price tags in our life. We Ooh. need to put more value on some things that we're not, putting value on and then take value away from things like you know like your kids grades like come on relax and and you know so we you know with the child I mean it's child we're all just grown up children you know we're all just children at yeah. heart yeah. and we need that encouragement like a child wow you're the total package or something like that and yeah we put the right make sure we we're putting the right priority on the right things and off of. change the price tag I on love some things. that that is fantastic bobby where did you find her <laughs> she's amazing she is well she's so amazing. are you no it's you know, we, talk, we talk all the time about we just say this is our story we'll do what we, we'll go to dinner where we want to you don't have to have anybody tell us where to go or whatever and so these little bitty dates like you're talking about bill are we, we call it a lot of times. It's our story. Let's go just do what we want to do. Well, because, like, you can make Sonic, like, a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to Sonic. <laughs> you know, and a lot of it is just the tone in your voice. And you do yes. that with your children, too. You know, like, especially, like, when you raise a teenager, which is the hardest part of your life. But, you know, and you go, like, oh, come on. Our whole family, we're going to go to Chili's. Whoa. That's <laughs> you know, or we're going to take Sonic, and then we're going to go to the park. You know, so it doesn't have to be expensive. Or let's go to the grocery store and figure out which candy bar we want and then just go go eat it somewhere fun. So um, I love it. You know, when you're dealing with your children, uh, we've got 11 grandchildren now and three grown children, but um, sometimes I wish I had a do-over where I could have done something a little different with my children. Mm -hmm. And a, a leader, great leader told me recently that principles of life, are caught, not taught. Mm. Yes. And, Bill, you just sort of proved that a while ago when you said some things about Janice. Just yeah. the way you observed her in action. Yeah. Her lifestyle taught you something. Yeah. Not that she was preaching to you. You need to do this or doing that. She's good at preaching. When she gets her finger out, <laughs> you know you're getting preached to. Yeah, you're going to get yelled at, but in love. <laughs> yes, in love, for sure. Yeah, we're not perfect. Hello, don't do not put us on a pedestal ever, ever, no. ever. Never. But we know no. the perfect one. Yeah, amen. You, you know, you know, you know. You, you said something. And I'd love to see. Like, what are the looking back? 
grandchildren, kids, what are the things now that mattered the most? Because I, I do feel like when I, even when I see pictures of you guys on Facebook, when I stalk you, I mean, when I'm on Facebook and I'm watching <laughs> pictures, um, your grandchildren love you guys and you love them. Like these two travel all the way to Austin almost every weekend to go and celebrate their grandchildren when they're playing baseball or whatever. Right. Like that's, but what are the things and that's so I come from the point of you have been successful. So what are the things that you look at and say these matter most to the exhausted parent right now with three kids that are three, five and eight and they're just trying to run. And you, you said a little bit before, but speak into their heart to say this is what matters most and make sure that you hold on to these tight. Can you share that again? I'd say everything matters. <laughs> well, the, each one of your kids, as you know, is very valuable. Each one of your friends is valuable. Each buddy, everybody you see at grocery store is valuable. But being present in your kids or your grandparents' life or grandkids' life is real important. I was at football practice years ago. I watched my son practice football, and one of his best friends was standing texting me, and he, he knew I was Blake's dad, and he, he said, Dr. Henry, have you seen my dad? Have you seen my dad? He's looking every for his dad, and his dad never came to watch him practice. Oh. Right? It just it was his job. I mean, he was a good guy, but the yeah. kid noticed that. And your kids, your grandkids, notice when you're in the stands. They notice when you're on the sideline. They know when you're there at the recital or at their awards banquet. So just being present um, and telling them all the time that your words are so valuable to, to your kids and your grandkids. Um, tell them how special they are. God's love, God loves them. And every moment is like a teaching moment. Yeah. Like you're driving with them and you say, I, look at that sunset God just painted for us. Is that amazing or what? Yep. I mean, Every moment's a teaching moment, and you just need to build them up, build them up, love on them, love on them, even when they mess up. Maybe you don't love what they did, but you love them, and they need yeah. to know that. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. And that, that's so huge, too, is, is, you know, you don't have to love what they did, but you got to love them. And at the end of the day, when they put their head on the pillow, they never should doubt that mom and dad or grandma and grandpa love them are for them yeah and um will continue to invest in them even though they maybe made a mistake or didn't excel at something or um, made a bad choice and I, I think you know again um in our um hyper uh, productivity world that we live in doing that and creating that safe space for people yeah. to be i think is so huge and that's a true safe space that's not the cultural yeah, we're rock talking, yeah. that we're talking about that's yeah. a true safe space where you know at the end of the day i'm not defined by what i do or don't do i'm defined by something else and uh, that's the love of Christ coming through the people that are nearest. I love you guys. I wish I could hug you through this screen right now because, you know, you guys are amazing. I miss you. I miss you. This has been good. And, you know, as we're wrapping up, we do have a couple of questions for you guys. Do you have any last words before we move into our next segment? Well, I just want to say serving others. You know, Jesus' last act right before he went to the cross is he washed his disciples' feet. Mm -hmm. He washed them all their feet, even Judas's feet. And yeah. that was his last teaching was servanthood. Not yeah. who's not who's on the pedestal, not who's in charge, not who's up front, but servanthood. And when you serve, you receive so many blessings. I got to, my a, a cohort, Dr. Younger and I got to wash the feet of 14 fifth grade boys about two months ago when we were studying John 13, when wow. Jesus washed the Bible's feet. You talk about 
something cool to get to wash a bunch of 14 year old feet. I didn't, matter of fact, I didn't smell one stinky foot or one stinky sock. <laughs> it was a total blessing. And we have heard since then that five of them want to be baptized the next time to be baptized. Oh, wow. And that's, it's not us, it's Jesus. Amen. It's just incredible. He gets so many blessings when you serve. Well, Amen. and I would, I would say when the Holy Spirit, when you get a thought, if, you, if you're a Christ follower, it's the Holy Spirit giving you the thought. You didn't even get the thought by yourself. You know, God gave you the thought. And you need to move on the thought. Don't just like, oh, that'd be nice if I called Mary or something, or if I ran over to her house, but, uh, you know, or something for your husband. But you go go with it. Go with your thoughts and follow follow those because that's the Lord telling you what to do. And then... You walk into a room and you go, oh, I, I can't believe you came. I need you right now. I can't believe you just texted me that verse because that's what I needed right now. You know, so uh, God is your prompter and you just mm. need to be on it. So that that actually that is the reason why I text people randomly is Janice. Because, yeah, I remember you said, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Again, it was that thing where, okay, I like and it's the most random thing. I'm just like, hey, I'm just texting you to say i'm praying for you right now this moment yep because a long time ago you were like if you're praying for him tell him why is that not a that's not discouraging to know that someone's praying for you. Yep. but but you also made a statement a long time ago janice you said there's moments when i'll feel lonely and when i feel lonely that's god prompting me that others are alone and i need to reach out yeah and i'm like yeah. janice would you stop speaking the heart of jesus into my life <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and and I will I will affirm that Bill is is not just blowing smoke here. He's actually many times, um, probably about once a week, he's throwing me a text at a random time, morning, evening, afternoon, doesn't matter. And what I appreciate is there's always a specific encouragement. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, hey, I'm thinking of you. It's like, hey, I wanted to remind you, mm, you know, that you genius. are are someone who brings life into the communities that you're at. So. You know, just thank you for being that person. And the, the specific encouragement and their specific thank yous um, are, are the, the piece that really, man, mm. it, it, it rocks you to the soul. And it's good. It's always good stuff. Oh, so. thanks, man. I didn't, I didn't do that for me, but I appreciate that. So, but yeah, but I do think like, Janice, you've truly discipled so many people in this philosophy. You, you and Bobby. And I don't think you'll ever know the impact that you guys have had. And that's why I wanted to get you on here because... Give honor where honor is due. Well done, you guys. And you guys are amazing. And so that's why I wanted to get you on here and, and then have a little fun. Yeah. As we ask you a couple of questions in our Fast Five segment. Oh. There it is. <laughs> so, so um, Janice, Good job, we'll, do, Kyle. we'll do ladies first on this first question. What would you have for your last meal, Janice? Uh, I'd probably have an acai smoothie. We have not had that one. Out of all the guys we've ever asked, no one has ever said a smoothie. So, all right, all right. Well done, Janice. Bobby, Bobby, what about you? What would be your last meal? I would have a big old uh, Mexican food dinner with a lot of queso. Yes. And then bluebell, bluebell ice cream on a hot chocolate brownie for dessert. Oh, yes. man. That is what worship tastes like, just so you know. That's my love language I don't right think it there. tastes like an see. I think it tastes like that queso. right there, queso. queso. Now put the queso in a cup and a straw. I'm still good. I'll call it a smoothie. Exactly. That is a smoothie. smoothie. That's a smoothie I want, too. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Janice, you first. You're on a stranded island. What's one album or musician you'd want to listen to forever? Um, like, Well, I like David Dunn because he's from Midland. And I f- yes. He, yeah. 
Shout out to David Dunn. Check out his music. David Dunn has had some, uh, you know, the, he has that song, I Want to Go Back to Jesus Loves Me, This I Know. That's David yeah. Dunn, yeah. Yes, yes, Good yes. Good job, David. You know, we've been trying to get David on here. Uh, David, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm going to sick Janice on you, David. <laughs> Take that. It'll happen next week, I promise. Exactly. Bobby, what about you? Bobby One album. So, what's that? That Bobby straightened his teeth. He was his orthodontist. There you go. So. See, that's it. He has the inside, literally the inside root to David. To David. <laughs> oh, root. Yeah, get that. So. Yeah, yeah. so, Bobby, what about you? What's one album or musician you'd want to listen to forever? Well, I listen to only Christian music now. Um, I love whenever I hear a James Taylor or an <sighs> Eagle song in the background. I love that. But my probably my famous, famous uh, favorite Christian artist would be Crowder. Crowder, yeah, oh, okay, Crowder, so good. okay, good. Him and his beard, he is yeah. quite, so much has good the beard. beard. But yes, but you know the Eagles are definitely nothing wrong with the Eagles. Yeah, our our, our producer over there is agreeing with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> There's a lot of life lessons in James Taylor and the Eagles. Oh, you listen to so the lyrics. Good. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So Janice, guilty pleasure. Oh, for sure, Hershey Kisses. Um, but I never have one until after ten o'clock at night. So those are, but they taste so much better after ten o'clock. This is what I love about these questions because it it reveals like the inside scoop. Like we, like you are so disciplined, Janice. I commend you. You've your obedience to Christ and His prompting and your discipline. Like if it's a Hershey Kiss, I'm like I'm just grabbing it. It could be eight in the morning. I'm like I'm all in. It's after ten o'clock yesterday. I'm good to go. You know, technically it is after ten o'clock p.m. I can rationalize anything. So Janice, man, you're a good person. That's awesome, Bobby. What about you? Guilty pleasure? Uh, I'm always trying to lose weight, so probably a guilty pleasure would be. Big old Mexican food with a lot of queso. Yeah. <laughs> queso in a cup, man. Queso in a cup. But it doesn't hurt when it's your last meal. It doesn't matter at that point. That's right. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So, um, okay, perfect. I'm going to do this both. Janice, uh, you can say it this way. What's one word you would uh, you would use to describe Bobby? Ooh. Uh-oh. Well, I, I, he's a cute shepherd. That's two words. That's but okay. He's really, really cute, and he's a shepherd. That's what he does. Because mm. yeah, yeah, you're allowed two words after fifty years. Yeah. You're allowed at least two. <laughs> Bobby, what about you? What's what's one word or a phrase you would use to describe Janice? Well, she she loves God. She loves people. She's so kind. She she got a new license plate holder. It says kindness matters mm. instead of other things matter. You know, kindness. Yeah, matters. that's her. That is Janice. That is Janice, as you guys have heard today. All right. Um, how do you want to be remembered when you die, Janice? Oh, uh, I guess. Um, I guess I, I don't know. I guess that I love people really well and that I love God and that I maybe that I was Jesus with skin on for a while. That's yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're solid there. You've already got it. We can get the gravestone set for you. Not that we want you to go, but I'm saying like we can have it implemented already. It's turned so, so macabre so quick. It's turned so bad. Wow. I didn't mean it like that, guys. I retract my previous statement. I don't want her to go anywhere. I like you on this side of heaven. I want you to stay. Okay, Bobby, what, what about you? How do you want to be remembered when you die? Well, I want Jesus and me to be remembered. I want to be remembered as a guy who lived his life well for Jesus. Oh, that's cool. Amen. That's good. 
Okay, bonus question. What biblical character would you want to have lunch with? And it can't be Jesus, somebody else. Because everyone wants lunch with Jesus. But I mean, like, what other biblical character would you have a, a meal with? I'm Peter. Peter? Okay, why? He was, he was impetuous, and I'm impetuous. And That's true. So, I like building things, you know, mm. like starting things, and he started things. So Yes, he did. Yes, you definitely are a starter of many things, so that's cool. Bobby, what what about you? I think mine would be Joshua when he, he said many times, be strong and courageous. I need to hear that a lot. Mm, love it. Joshua's a big one for me, too. I love that guy. Yeah. So, love it. Guys, you have been a huge blessing to have yes. on today. We are so yes. grateful to have you here. Thanks for listening, guys. Listen, uh, check us out on Instagram at Known Legacy or Known Legacy Ministries on facebook you're mm -hmm. hopefully looking watching it right now if you can uh subscribe and like us on uh, youtube which is always good info at knownlegacy.org if you have questions comments or if you happen to be someone who has a recording artist that uh, would like to be on the podcast um yeah, you, you know can you that. can just reach out to bill that way you know any number of ways really as always you know we are a non-profit too so if you'd like to give to us you can go to knownlegacy.org and click on the donate page Fantastic. we're grateful for all those who do that guys bobby janice thank you so much for for being on today you are a treasure to the world and we are grateful for you. We love you guys. Have God yourself. Bless you guys and what you're doing. Keep it up. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. Have a wonderful awesome. day. <laughs> love you guys. They're so cool. Bye. You guys are great. Have a great day, everybody. God bless. Thanks for listening to the No Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So email us your questions or comments to info at nolegacy.org.